When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey everyone, welcome to ENN, which tonight is brought to you by Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. Kick back and relax at Jake's 58 with the Stay and Dine Package or the Stay and Play Package. Discover the excitement you've been missing at Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. If gambling's a problem for you or someone you care about, please call the 24-hour toll-free helpline 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. I'd like to start off today by saying good evening to Michael. His instrument was worn out. Excuse me? That's a, that's a sleeper. You guys aren't even paying attention to. Oh, I, I oh, heard I it. I heard it. Good evening to Michael. We have your ace. Good evening to Don. You could take your pants off. Nobody would see. Good evening to Don. So what? And to Don. Do 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 do. Well, I didn't mean I'd like to hear do, your do, version. Do, Thanks, Don. One eight hundred nine one nine three. In the God of Wow. Don't you know that I love you? In the God of the Vida, honey. Well, you know I'll always be true. <laughs> and Not that far off. And good evening to Don. Sparks shoot out of your butt. <laughs> Good evening to myself. That's today's Thursday Night Football oh, preview. Drop my phone. <laughs> and good evening to myself. I'm a young man. There's a lot of gas left in the tank. Very good point. Well, guys, uh, we haven't mentioned it once all day, but uh, do you, are you curious at all about what the D.C. Attorney General had for my Washington commanders? Not really. Let's hear. All right. <laughs> Here's Carl. of opinion there. Here's Carl Rassin, the AG in D.C., uh, talking about how Snyder will have to appear after this, uh, as part of this civil trial. We will issue subpoenas. We will seek testimony under oath, deposition. I promise you, let me just give you a hunch. The depositions, not likely to occur on a yacht, but in a conference room in the District of Columbia, okay? Because no one is above the law. You know, they, let me tell you something right now. The statement made by the by the commanders yesterday, did you hear about that? Oh, it was awful. Don, it was, you know, it was, it was Brooklyn Net-like. It was, wow, no, don't say that. This was much worse. Because we were mad at uh, the Nets for inaction. No, no, no. We were mad at them for really wanting to hire Ime Udoka. Oh, well, you're right. But that's exactly. So that's about, like, decision-making. This is about, like, the words that you're allowing your organization to utter publicly. So in response to the D.C. Attorney General yesterday announcing that there'd be a press conference today about the commanders, the commanders put out a statement, which they later tried to say, 
Jason Wright, trying to save face, said this was done by their external counsel. Tell me if what I'm about to read you sounds like it was written by the external counsel. Less than three months ago, a 23-year-old player on our team was shot multiple times in broad daylight. Despite the out-of-control violent crime in D.C., today the Washington commanders learned for the first time on Twitter that DC, the D.C. Attorney General will be holding a press conference to make a major announcement related to the organization tomorrow. So do you think that they would have said a, a lawyer would have brought up the Brian Robinson thing and said our player? A player on our team? Well, if he did, he should be fired. Right, it would be, be the worst lawyer of all time. He yeah. would say, we're firing our counsel. Right. So it, that's not true. It wasn't the counsel. Right. I'm sorry. I love Jason Wright. I appreciate you trying to clean it up. <laughs> Those words came from your owner, and you guys had to put it out. They, why would you respond? So in response to that, Brian Robinson's agent, Ryan Williams, said the following. Now, you guys know B-Rob was shot in the offseason, and now he's back. Sort of a feel-good story. Guys, I got to tell you, Don, you watched him a little bit last week. Kid can really play. Yeah, sure. Brian Robinson's a player. Yeah. His agent wrote, up until an hour ago, the commanders handled the Brian Robinson situation with so much care, sincerity, and class, and I was so grateful for all of it. Although I know that there are some great humans in that building, whoever is hiding behind this statement is not one of them. Mm. So, and apparently from what I'm hearing... Unlike a lot of the other things about the organization that sort of stay away from the locker room, the players were pretty disgusted that Brian Robinson was brought up in that statement. Mm. Also, bringing him up is one thing. And then also, like, to say what the DA couldn't do several things. You know, how many, you know how many cases they have moving forward that are alive? At one time? Right. So they could actually deal with the Brian Robinson situation Michael, and still pursue Daniel how about this? Snyder. How about this? There's already been arrests. Right. They've already, they have multiple arrests of the shooting of Robinson okay, already. So I think they can handle it. Here's Adam Schefter on what Rassen's announcement uh, means for Washington. Laura, it's more of the same. There are at least five open investigations and suits right now against the Washington Commanders. It's one thing after another. And at this point in time, from a football perspective, it begins to affect the players because they hear all the noise. They hear all the controversies constantly swirling around this football team, and it's difficult to escape it. This is the latest in a long line of questions about the workplace environment, about sexual harassment, about all sorts of issues that have essentially surrounded this organization under the ownership of Daniel Snyder and it's just one more instance where it will provide other people more ammunition to try to want to see Dan Snyder sell this football team. What was alleged was that while the league and the team publicly promised an independent investigation, Snyder waged an interference campaign to cover up years of harassment and the NFL let him do it betraying Fans, sounds like a great guy. Yeah, and I'm Good- glad he didn't take my cookie. <laughs> and Goodell is in the suit as well, NFL and although, I mean, I understand it going at Goodell, but isn't Goodell's job sort of to protect the organizations, protect the owners, protect the owners specifically? They pay him. Well, I guess that's in essence what he does. Mm-hmm. But at least the perception is the shield. To protect the shield and protect the teams. But you're right, technically you work for the owners, but Peter, how does a fan look at Roger Goodell? As 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 the guy that oversees the health of this league. 
you know, suspending players and possibly owners and disciplining every, both. We understand that there's two sides, and he's on the owner's side, but he's he's also one of the faces of this sport. That's Roger true. Goodell. He's he's introducing the draft picks. He's the one that's at the podium, giving them awkward death. You know, but so I understand what you say, Michael. That technically he works for the owners, but the perception is is that he's protecting that shield. That's the perception, but the reality is he works for the owners. He doesn't work for the players. He works for the owners, but he works with the players and the league for the health of the league. But the owners pay him. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Let's move to uh, local sports. Uh, you want to hear from Tom Thibodeau Diau, his message to the Knicks after the loss last night? Yeah, I'd yeah. love to hear what let's, he had to say. Yeah, let's hear this. It just shows you how quickly things can change in the league. Played really well at Minnesota. Next game, you know, we didn't play well. We have to take a look at it, make our corrections, get ready for the next one. He always sounds like a barrel of laughs, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he's got to get rid of the beard, too. Oh, I don't like the look. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You're always, not. always looks like he's miserable. Now, he always does anyway, but get rid of the beard. And uh, also, can uh, well, COVID is kind of over. Over. Okay. Can we get the coaches in suits again? Can we do that? Take the sweatsuits off? Right, well, That's a great point by you. What have, and I know for COVID, it was just what? That we're not in front of anybody. Yeah, but now. Well, no, I, I think the ship sailed now. That's ridiculous. You know what? We need Pat Riley to come back. He'd slap an Armani right on. I, I like the suit. I do. But do do hockey coaches wear suits? Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah, they wear suits. Did they at all during the, the they pandemic? Wore suits. They didn't wear like sweat- not that I recall. Okay. No. Let's hear from Jalen Brunson saying that they were outworked last night by the Nets. This is not okay. It's something that we need to uh, quickly you know, recover from. I'm okay with missing shots. I'm okay with you know aggressive mistakes, but uh, effort and heart and um, from all of us, and you know, that's what we need. And um, if you go out there and play as hard as we can and do what we can and a team beats us, I mean, we got to live with that. But when we know we didn't do our – go out there 110%, um, that's hard to live with. So, no, it's not okay. So, you, you definitely felt like you guys didn't play as hard as you played in the other games this year? Yes, they played harder than us and – yeah, then don't take your paycheck. That's disgraceful. You, 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 you keep saying that. You wouldn't do that. No, no, but you know what? I've never gone to work where I haven't given my all. If I didn't give my all, I wouldn't take my paycheck. I don't believe you. Well, really? There have to be days when you just didn't give your best. No, no. There are days that I don't feel great and I give the best that I have. But to say that they outworked us, it's disgraceful. The only thing that you can actually control is is effort. The only thing. In all of sports, the only thing that you control is effort. That's why I get on players that jog to first base. I don't understand how why managers allow it to happen. Effort is easy. Effort's easy. Everybody could give effort. The people with no talent could give effort. You should never be I, outworked. I just don't understand why you'd admit it. Because like right. you said, it looks so awful. 
Hey, yeah, they outplayed us today. Just say they outplayed us today. We could work. We could work as hard as we can and lose. But you'd rather say, "Ah, oh, we just didn't bring. We just didn't bring it tonight." Like, I mean, people paid money to see you play. People are invested in your team. I, I don't. Know. That's why I don't believe it, Michael. I think. I think that players would rather say they were outworked than the other team was better well, than but us. But how, how how much of a nudnik are they? Isn't it better they, hey, they outplayed us? And I think but, they're but, better uh, than us. They outplayed us but, today. But, but, but when you give a, an, an effort reason, it's disgraceful. And you know what? If you watch that, I watched all of that game from the beginning to the end. They they were outworked. It's like they didn't want to play. Oh, were they tired because they played well, in Minneapolis well, a couple of days ago? The best ago? way to look at it, you know, take a look at NBA games at the half. Some teams are getting blown out. You'll see there'll be some sort of a run, right? In the NBA, there's always some sort of a run. 20 gets cut always. down to 10. Every game. Well, guess what? The 25-point lead by the Nets grew to 35 in the third quarter. It's like, are you doing anything? Oh, are you no. making any effort? Don's getting emotional over there. Let's go. Let's hear from uh, Julius Randle. Yeah, he jumped off to a fast start. He's never recovered. We made a little bit of a run in the third, but, I mean, it's tough. Tell me you dig yourself a hole like that. So those these type of games are unfortunate, but just try to throw them in the trash and move on to the next. See, I accept that. He didn't make an excuse. They jumped out to an early lead. We never got back in. He never talked about they outworked us. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Brunson didn't make any excuse either. You just don't like the way he described it. He said they outworked us. But that's not an excuse. That, that's I'm just not, saying we Whether lost. it's an excuse or not, he said they outworked us. It's unacceptable. Uh I always tell the story, Don's probably sick of it, and the listeners that have been with us for the full 20 years, the college coach that I first started broadcasting basketball under is Tom Penders. Okay, I remember. Great guy, still friends with him, tremendous. And he used to always tell me, you'd never hear me say that my team didn't give their best effort, because that's on me. He said, if they didn't play well, that's on them. But if, if if I don't have my team prepared to play, that's on the coach. So I guess you could blame, blame Thibodeau for not having his team ready. They're playing the Brooklyn Nets. There was a sellout crowd at Barclays Center. You tell me ha- they've been beaten seven times in a row before last night, and nine of their last 11 by their quote-unquote crosstown rivals, and they come in and they lay an egg? Yeah, B- big Unacceptable. time. Big time. And now you're what, two games under five hundred? Yeah. No, no, five and six. Here's Kevin Durant being asked about John with Knicks fans before the games the game last night. Regardless of each team's record, is always going to be a rivalry. Regardless of who's on the floor, there's always going to be a rivalry because of the fans here in New York City. They're so passionate and they love sports so much that you know there's always going to be competition. So as long as I got a Nets jersey on, I'm always if I see a, a Knicks fan, I'm always going to give him uh, throw some thumbs down or just give him some about being a Knicks fan, so uh, it only adds to the rivalry, and the fans feel more engaged if they see a player, you know, in, 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 engaging in the rivalry as well. So it, it's all in fun. There's no rivalry. Well, it's nice to know that he has one, though. It's nice to know that he cares. No, of course. I like that at least. No, he I, wants I'm sure to talk. he got a lot of heat too, but of, of the of the local rivalry, well, that this was is just by far the worst. Jets Giants would be a a, a brawl. Yankees Mets is always a big deal. Yeah, always a big deal. Obviously, Islanders the three, Rangers. Uh, yeah, Islanders Rangers Devils. Any combination there, they're all battling for the same real estate. The way the Knicks and the Nets are, like you can understand if 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 Yankees Mets or Jets and Giants didn't have much spice because they're in you know different leagues, different conferences, but they they share the same division. But you know what it is? I think we bring it up a lot. 
Fans don't seem to care that much. Yankees, I, I've had players tell me, ah, I'm, I'm friends with the team, guys on the other team, but since it means so much for our fans, that makes it mean yeah. more for us. Well, well, I think Jets, Giants, Yankees, Mets, the fan bases are, are, are closer mm-hmm. in size, so that makes it matter. Um, and with the hockey teams, Michael, they've all had great playoff series. They, they, I know they've played in the postseason. They need like a really good best of seven right down to the nub kind of series to really get them to hate each other. Did you say down to the nub? Nub. His sure. instrument was worn out. Excuse me? <laughs> Another thing somebody mentioned on Twitter that we should say that like it might be easier for rappers and hip-hop artists to remember the words because they don't play an instrument usually. Like, Bruce Springsteen's got to remember the notes to the song playing the guitar, and the same with Billy Joel playing the piano. So can that maybe be distracting to remembering the notes and the words? Frank didn't play an instrument. And he still needed help. Well, he Frank was, he was, was old. 407 years old when you saw him. I was right. 406. But he was an older man, is what you're saying. And lived hard. Yeah. His 70-some-odd his years, yeah. it's another person 304. Right. Because Frank looks at Ozzy Osbourne and goes... He didn't leave anything go, on the table. No. Frank Sinatra looks at Ozzy Osbourne and goes, that's cute, what you do? Now, you think Ozzy Osbourne has crazy train on a, on a prompter? I think they probably have to write Ozzy Osbourne down for him to say his name. <laughs> you mean write him down? Oh, like Ozzy Osbourne. Right. Interesting. Like when he gets up, he's like, my name is I love him, okay, but the guy's abused his body to the point where it's actually a miracle. He's still standing. But Frank says, hold my beer. Because what Frank did was live hard and look good. He really did. He had quite the life. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's call her number 24. Why 24? Because I was the forever, and will be the forever 24-7 champion now that oh. the title has been wow. retired. That's Why my did favorite they retire number. the title? Why they retired? Yeah, I, my guess is they thought it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my guess. When you captured it, that really put it over the top. Right, right. My guess is they decided it's just hit en- different now. Yeah. It's like, all right, we got to do something. Enough here. is enough, and they just say, you know what? Let's move on. Um, caller twenty four eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN. Two tickets to the K Show twentieth anniversary next Friday. That's a week from tomorrow. Guys, you can buy tickets right now. They are running out. Kshow20.com. It's all brought to you by the MohicanSunCasino.com app. The U.S. Army New York City Recruiting Battalion. Fordham University Athletics. Coors Light keeping New York chill. And tell them more to do when it's time to celebrate. It's Tully time. Again, Kshow20.com. Uh, Seth Rollins of WWE. Nice. Christopher Mad Dog. Russo Nick Mangle. Joe Torre. Sauce Gardner. I have another potential special guest. I can't even say who I think is showing up. Really? You didn't even tell us this. Yeah, turn off your air. Turn off your mics. I'll tell you. Wow. Oh, this is a good one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to, let me just tell you. I like what's happening here. You want to be there. We're going to be there. When you get your tickets to this, know that we're going to be there from about 2.30 to 9. Right. We're in there. Okay. And then after that, a couple of the people I'm going to choose out of the crowd, you and Don are not involved. We're getting on a private jet and going to Vegas. That, is that true? That's what, well, I'm, that's what I'm planning. Don and I have already going committed. To, can you drop me off in San Jose? Because <laughs> I got a game the next day. Yeah, it's very close, I think. I know. Yeah. By the way, that's the name of Don's 12th book. <laughs> what? Can you drop me off in San Jose? Yeah, it's not do you know the way to San Jose. No, he can knows Can you drop me off in San Jose? <laughs> By the way, Kofi, who is our unpaid stat guy He's on the show. He's unbelievable. 
um, did mention that the NHL did have a relaxed dress code for coaches in the bubble, and one of them that took advantage of it was John Tortorella. And he um, sent a picture. Well, oh, he's, he's in a nice little jumpsuit. Fully a jumpsuit. In the nude. Yeah. A jumpsuit. <laughs> in jail? Wow. All right. That'll do it for ENN on this Thursday evening. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.